0: He sure lived a full life. Okay, here's one. Wait. Tell thin that thing. What the butt is that? I don't know. Okay, that's going to bother me forever. It's podcast time. Come on, grab your friends. We'll talk about their distant lands. Matt the man and names the woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, and Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy.
1: I'm Matt.
0: And here we are talking about Adventure Time from the very beginning all the way to the end.
1: Yeah, how are you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you like beat me to the chase?
1: Yeah, I did. <laughs>
0: I'm actually doing really good. I'm sitting here with my hot brown.
1: Yeah, And uh, sitting here with my cold brown. Yep. <laughs> That's coffee for anybody who doesn't know.
0: Yeah, I'm doing pretty, pretty good. I'm super excited that we're finally at the end of season five.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. We've been on the season for a long time. (laughs) Yes, we have.
0: (laughs) I just want to thank our listeners, I guess. Like, you know, first off, I didn't say I didn't mean to say I guess, but like, I want to thank our our listeners for sticking with us as we ventured through season five. We moved. We did a lot of stuff like you know school and stuff just life happenings that just pushed our our ability to record and it was just really great to have the support of our fans and and um the reminder of why we do this so thank you for hanging with us as we do this
1: absolutely thank you so much and if you're confused when this episode drops like wait didn't you guys just drop an episode like one or two days ago well the reason is we want to get this season done before Fiona and Cake starts.
0: Yeah, we're really excited about it. Yeah. And we don't want there to be any lingering business yeah, before absolutely. we Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Matt? Yes. How are you?
1: I'm pretty good. I got up nice and early today, made yeah, some you coffee, did. some breakfast. <laughs> And
0: uh and then he started talking about a gross horror movie sequence, and so now I lost my appetite, so I can't eat your wonderful breakfast.
1: No. Well, it's barely a horror movie. Oh my gosh. I'm in full-on Halloween mode by now, by the way. Like, it's
0: great. It's late
1: August. As soon as Spirit Halloween opens its doors, it's Halloween immediately. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like one of those obnoxious Christmas people.
0: No. But for Halloween. But for Halloween, I'm excited though, because we have a great <laughs> plan for our Halloween decorations. We got a fog machine
1: yeah we did it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be freaking rad i do declare i do think we're gonna have the most decked out yard on our street i hope so yep i mean, it isn't too much of a competition
0: <laughs> we, we went to we went to home depot because i we both like going to like either like lowe's or home depot in addition to spirit because typically they have some really good, they have good deals and they have really cool stuff and they didn't even have their Halloween stuff up. Yeah. We're like, what the what the H?
1: Yeah, the guy at working said something like, It's gonna be up on Monday or something like that.
0: <laughs> we're like, but we're here now.
1: Well too bad. I'm
0: gonna go into the back room and I'm gonna look for your stuff.
1: Can I interest you in a lawnmower?
0: <laughs> well, we do
1: need one We of do those. need a lawnmower <laughs> pretty desperately. <laughs> We have bad luck with lawnmowers.
0: We do. We're the worst.
1: We have really, really bad like for as long as we as as we've known each other, we've yeah. had bad luck with lawnmowers. It's wild. Yep. Maybe lawnmowers just suck.
0: <laughs> that, that's true, but we're not of the economic class that can afford to have someone come and mow your lawn for you. So, mm-hmm. I mean, thankfully, where we live in a place that's very like the lawn's pretty, pretty small and manageable. But still, when you have a bad lawnmower, yeah, it makes a. A big difference
1: and also luckily by the end of summer in texas the lawn's so fried from the heat that up in the <laughs>
0: <home>. <laughs> yeah yeah i refuse to like water it every day because it's just like this is texas if we can't expect to have green lawns mm-hmm. the whole like thinking about conserving water and all of that stuff yep but anyway Well, uh, we got two great episodes today to talk about.
1: I'm pretty excited about both of them. Yeah, we're going to be finishing off the Lemon Hope saga.
0: Yeah. And then we get a Billy episode, which it was crazy. I'll just tell the story now. I literally had dreams about Billy after. (laughs) And like, I'm in the dream. Finn is there. Billy is there. It was wild, guys. I was in the land of Ooh, hanging with Billy and Finn. And, like, hilarity ensued. But yeah, and there's a, there's a dream-like not much of a quality story. to
1: that episode anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think, I think the thing about Billy is it draws me back to season one. And it's just, like, yeah, that furthers the storyline this episode. But, like, his presence just, like, pulls me back to those just fun, like, Enchiridion, like, episodes of just, like, when we're just learning about Finn and Jake and... I don't know, of my youth. It pulls me back to the episodes of my youth.
1: <laughs> yeah, it brings me back to recording five years ago.
0: <laughs> oh, why do you guys say it like that, Matt?
1: It has been about five years. Uh, I think next month is like the five-year anniversary since we started the podcast. That's wild. Yeah. That
0: is so wild. When's just... our 100th episode? Oh, our 100th episode of the pod? Yeah. It's
1: going to be the, mus- the musical episode. Woohoo! Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Coming up soon, huh?
1: Very soon. Right on.
0: Well, should we get to it?
1: Let's just jump right in. Let's get season five done. <laughs> Woo-hoo!
0: All right. So the first episode that we're covering today is Lemon Hope, part two. IMDb rating at 8.7, which, okay, so when I first started watching the episode, I'm not going to lie, I was like, this is not 8.7, but by the end, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I think PB's song in the end makes the episode for me. Um,
0: I want, I'm like tearing up thinking about it. Yeah,
1: it's a sad one.
0: Oh my gosh. Anyway, it's number 155 overall, 51, 51st episode of season five, directed by Nate Cash. Nate Cash. Written and storyboarded by Tom Herpich and Steve uh, Steve Wolfhard. Uh, Original air date, March 10th, 2014, and it has 1.97 million U.S. viewers.
1: Which is okay for the show. Yeah. And the title card is a dreary image of Lemon Hope looking over Castle Lemongrab while it's very rainy. Yeah. Stormy.
0: Stormy. And he's all covered in rain, and it looks like he's crying.
1: Yeah, yep. His
0: mouth is turned down. It's interesting. Actually, I want to look at the other one because it had him on the left-hand side, Lemon Hope Part 1. And it was like the opposite. So Lemon Hope Part 1. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm going to go back and look at that. The title thing.
0: card has him on the left-hand oh. side. He's smiling. It's bright because he's looking at like this, this like, you know, the ship that, you know, and it's like sunny and all this stuff. And then this is like the exact opposite where he's like tearful. and.
1: Yeah. They're like mirror images.
0: Yeah. It's so interesting, huh? Yeah. All right. So this is our synopsis. Lemon Hope, dehydrated and on fire, lies unconscious in the desert. That's where we left him last. A cloud comes over and rains on him, putting out the fire and plumping him up. So he's rehydrated. He regains consciousness and a man who introduces himself as Flannel Boxing Day offers him shelter in his flying cloud ship. Lemon Hope accepts, and the two take to the sky. Aboard the ship, Flannel asks him if he's read any good books lately, to which Lemon Hope replies that he can't read. Yeah. But he just fakes it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you want to talk about Flannel now?
1: Yeah. So okay. Flannel was voiced by Creed Bratton, who plays the character of Creed in The Office.
0: He is.
1: And he's a great character in this. Fabulous. I really, really like his character.
0: Okay, so just to put perspective on this, we watched... We watched, so we watched the last four episodes all in one sitting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like we just got out of Lemon Hope One and we're like, oh my God, that is like so depressing. Like this is yeah. like super sad. And then you have this bright spot of flannel and it was almost like so good that you're like, is this a trick?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like,
0: but such an awesome
1: character. Yeah, I just, I just love this whole, he's an adventurer at heart. Yeah. Just a, um Just lives out in the lands. What is it, he, like, he slays... I think it gets into yeah, yeah. what he does out there. But it's it's pretty awesome. This guy is just great. Yeah. And he has, all, he has like, all the advice that Lemon Hope just needs at this moment.
0: Yeah, he's, like, the wise... He's, like, a wise, like, grandfather character. Yeah. And he's kind of the hue-ish, is, like, the same hue as um, Princess Bubblegum was, like, maybe that's her in disguise. Yeah, like, trying
1: to push it, like, manipulate Lemon Hope doing, into doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: but... Regardless, such a lovely character. Love, love, love. Okay, mm-hmm. go on. Sorry.
1: He's, he's the kind hand that Lemon Hope needed. Like, he's not as yeah. pushy as Lemon Grab or yeah. as PB. He's, he's just exactly who this kid needed. Yeah, exactly. So on the cloud trowler, the two are pursued by a greed lard. Uh, Lemon Hope, at Flannel's request, plays his flute, which makes a sour note and angers the bird. He's like, oh, play play the bad note. He's like, it'll send it away. He's like, nope, just made it angrier. Yeah. So so Lemon Hope then plays his harp, appeasing the bird, which the ship then lures into hitting a rock. Uh, Lemon Hope, while looking at gold coins falling out of the bird's carcass, thinks that he sees lemon people and screams for Flannel to stop the ship because he thinks he sees like lemon people like falling to their death. Yeah. But after landing, Lemon Hope looks more closely at the objects and determines them not to be loot. Or determines them to be loot, uh, which Flannel explains that he is a monster hunter who kills monsters and then keeps the rewards for himself. Yeah. What a fun life. (laughs) Except for the fact that, you know, he kills monsters. (laughs) That part is like, oh, maybe the monsters are just doing their animal thing.
0: Yeah. But I do think, like, this is, so remember, like, Lemon Hope is searching for that freedom, searching for, like, the, you know, whatever. I think Flannel, like, gives him that that piece of what he's looking for, but he's just being held back by his past.
1: Yeah, yep.
0: So then he asks Lemon Hope if he'd like to be his apprentice, and Lemon Hope replies by ecstatically repeating that it's a dream come true. Uh, Lemon Hope later has a nightmare in which he is a marionette suspended by chains singing the song he was singing when he first appeared in Too Old.
1: Yeah, poor little Lemon Hope, throw me a lemon rope, something like that.
0: Walking, he finds a huge fat lemon grab biting into a heifer. The heifer greets lemon hope and <laughs> Lemongrab throws up chains to ensnare him.
1: So he tries to run, but he cannot move. Looking up, he sees himself pulling his strings. He wakes up and after talking with Flannel about his nightmares, he decides he has to go back to Castle Lemongrab and help his people. Flannel drops lemon hope off in the Lemon Earldom and lemon hope walks towards the fort while it begins to rain. He scales its walls and is confronted by Lemongrab, who has put corks in his ears to resist Lemon Hope's harp, which is a pretty funny deed. I, I thought that yeah. ep- image was really funny. Like, nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like when he and Lemon Grab's brother talk, he's like, what?
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> I can't hear you. I have corks in my ears. <laughs> I, I
1: usually find this version of Lemon Grab very disturbing, but I thought he was really funny here.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Flannel was just really supportive and, and just really like, hey, man, like, sometimes we got to deal with those things so then we can move forward. And I, I thought that that was really wise.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Information. So understanding the situation, Lemongrab's brother, who is in the Earl's stomach, reaches out from Lemongrab's stomach and re- removes the earplugs, urging Lemongrab to play his harp. Lemongrab does, causing Lemongrab to explode. Lemon Hope is knocked out by the blast and has a dream in which he climbs up a stone spiral, which looks a lot like a famous painting, Crazy Stairs.
1: <laughs> I had add that note in there. Thank
0: you. <laughs> he arrives at a bird's nest, sees the sun rising over a mountainous horizon.
1: Later, Princess Bubblegum is sewing Lemon Grab back together from various pieces of himself and his brother, well, Finn plays his flute and Lemon Hope stands behind him. By the way, uh, the nicer sounding music Lemon Hope plays on the harp, I really like that little, yeah, little jig. Yeah, he is
0: so good at it. It's yeah. awesome. I love the music they use.
1: Me too. So she explains that Lemon Grab will recover in time and asks, oh, because Lemon Hope is like, is, is he always going to look like this? Because Lemon Grab looks really jacked up from He's being pieced together. Wild. So, um, And asks Lemon Hope if he could oversee the earldom while it's being repaired. To both Finn and Bubblegum's surprise, Lemon Hope declines and says that he'll come back when he's tired of being free. So see you in a thousand years. Peace. And he's out. (laughs)
0: Yeah. After he leaves, Princess Bubblegum expresses her disappointment and mentions that she had written a song for him. And Finn.
1: He's like egging her on to sing it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Finn was like, I really thought he would stay. And it was like, oh, my gosh, like this really highlighted Like, they didn't know Lemon Hope at all. They didn't. They had no sense of who he was. And for them to expect him to stay, like, oh, yeah. That's like asking Finn to be king of Candy Kingdom.
1: Yeah, I remember the one where um, the goblins want him to be king. Yeah. He was like, no, this isn't my life. Mm -hmm. I know you guys think that I'm what you need, but y'all are not what I need.
0: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And I. I think having that experience, you would you would think that he would they would understand or at least Finn would understand.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, again, after he leaves, PB expresses her disappointment, and mentions that she had written a song for him. Finn asks her to sing it, to which she says she's, she's too embarrassed and it's not good. But after Finn's urgence, urging, she starts singing as the screen transitions to a scene of the future, presumably a thousand years later. Sorry, I'm like it like brings up emotions. Anyway. An elderly Lemon Hope returns to the Lemon Kingdom, though it is now devoid of life and in ruins. Finn's old tree fort is similarly abandoned as he passes it, and the tree now stretches past the clouds and into the sky, then passes along a bare landscape and finds a futuristic candy kingdom, but no one is there. He slowly makes his way to the abandoned Castle Lemongrab, where he finds the bedroom that Princess Bubblegum had prepared for him, untouched climbs into bed, and smiles as he closes his eyes.
1: Now, do you think it's implied that he's just going to sleep here, or is he dying here? I think he's dying. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So, what'd you think of this one?
0: So, the thing I like about this episode is, as I'm, like, really, really reflecting on it, is, like, the first episode, the writers, I didn't understand it. Like, I was just like, this is a horrible... Like, the episode itself was not horrible, right? hmm But the... The whole tone of it, how I felt after it was like, oh, like, this is so hard to watch. Mm-hmm. And it really brought up just a lot. Like, it was just like, oh, I don't like this. It's really uncomfortable. I think I said last time, like, this is so effed up. Dah, 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 dah. This is like the complete opposite. Right. Yeah. We had some of that. Right. As he's like struggling with what he should do. We had another dream sequence and stuff like that. But then we had all of the healing. And yeah. all of like the the song that PB sings, it I wrote and it made up for the rest of the ugliness.
1: Yeah, this feels more like a complete Adventure Time episode with the the, the finishing an arc and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, this did a better job using its eleven minutes than the first episode did. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Think. It, it's again, like I said in that last one, like Deathly Hollows Part One and Deathly Hollows Part Two, the movies. Yeah, uh, where the first one was like, okay, this just feels like a setup for a second thing, and then that's kind of how I felt with Hole Part One. It didn't feel like its own contained story, yeah. and that always leaves me feeling a little bummed out after after an episode of a show.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that the the writers did a really good job of splitting these two episodes, and if you think about even the title cards, right? Yep, they're like complete opposites, and these episodes were complete opposites. Yeah. You left feeling ugly for the first one, and then you left feeling hopeful in the second one. Which is
1: interesting, because the title cards are flipped. Like, the first right? one is, like, the one that you you leave the episode feeling like, oh, oh, man. But the image on that one's all hopeful, and the image on this one is really dreary.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah. Yeah. I, I think they, they kind of represent, like, where Lemon Hope is, like, before the end of the episode. Like... That first one, it's like he feels all hopeful, even though yeah. things go bad in the end. And this one, he starts off feeling bad because he has this guilt. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree.
1: So, I agree. What are some things you liked about this one?
0: I like the line. I didn't. I didn't put this down. I don't think it's my favorite line. So let me double check. Oh, um, so. One of the things that Flannel Boxing Day said is you're a doer, not a listener, mm-hmm. you know, and that's like in one of their conversations that really resonated with me because that's definitely how I operate. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm definitely a doer, not a listener. You know, I'm always like, OK, I hear what you're saying. And so what are we going to do about it? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm always trying to like problem solve in my brain, like, like, you know, that meme with the lady with the math over her face and she's like thinking, like, I feel like that's my life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's one of the cool things in this episode is Flannel realizing that, you know, this is this kid's method of learning. Like, um, y- yeah. you know, how like some people are like in the class I'm taking right now. My professor likes to talk at the class. It's a little less hands on a lot of the time. And that's not how I learn at all.
0: Right. And, You're I, more kinetic, and, yeah.
1: and this professor can get frustrated with students who like we're listening, but it's just not sinking in because we're not actually doing the work. Yeah. And Bubblegum was kind of like that with... uh. Like I don't think she understood yeah. how this kid learns, and it's just two different learning methods for them, I guess.
0: I think also, like, he needed to fulfill something. He needed something to feel free, to feel heard, to feel, do their own thing, mm-hmm. and come at it their own way. You know, I think about, about my son, and he he and I have, um, we were having a chat once, and, you know, I was kind of like talking to him, and and encouraging him to do a couple things he said you know what mom you know I have to do things the hard way to learn right mm-hmm. I was like yeah I know but I just wish he didn't yeah. <laughs> you know but I think that resonates with with a lot of people where they just have to do it in the in their own way in whatever way that looks like for them you know to move forward and that's okay because that's just their way their style
1: definitely yeah I, I thought this episode was great and I thought it had uh, it had some good lessons in it too.
0: Is there anything you didn't like in this episode?
1: No, not really. I think Same. this is a pretty great one. It's it's still like it's not one that I'm gonna revisit very often.
0: No, probably not at I'm all. But
1: I'm still glad that we watched it. Like it's it's a very good one.
0: So, yeah, you guys all know that I am not a lemon people fan. Um, Justin Justin Rollins' voice just like irritates me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I th- I find some of the the images are just really disturbing and. For myself, I'm kind of sensitive to this. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's an understatement. But anyway, I get easily scared. (laughs) You know, so so yes, I'm ready to move on from the Lemon Hope saga. But at the same time, I really thought this episode, I wouldn't mind watching another Lemon Hope episode.
1: Yeah, like something that bridges this to like say like he's an old man in the future. Like the story between here and there. Yeah. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. I wouldn't want like a whole series out of him, but like, like another yeah. episode in like yeah. a distant lands type spinoff kind of thing.
0: Absolutely. Uh Matt, yep. where was the snail?
1: The snail is on the ladder next to Lemon Hope and Flannel Boxing Day on the ship.
0: Nice. That yeah. snail, man, gets around. Yeah. He is literally <laughs> yeah, the
1: snail's catching a ride right in the sky. It's it's completely out of the candy kingdom at this point. <laughs> We might as well be seeing it in space.
0: Matt, you should say Snail Watch 2023 in Justin Roiland voice.
1: Snail 2023! Okay. <laughs> that was so good! Thank you. Loved it. Love it. <laughs> oh, by the way, we just got a, We just heard from uh, one of our friends on Twitter, Bridget. Yeah. Saying, like, uh, she's listening to the latest episode. She's like, Matt, your Keith David's so good. I was like, oh, <laughs> thank you. I was like, it <laughs> is. That was like my worst Keith David ever. No, but thank you. It
0: is awesome. Ugh. It is awesome. Uh, what was your favorite line?
1: Hey, what's going on back there? Something that doesn't feel right. And it's the cow that's being munched on in Lemon Hope's dream.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Again, like it's just um these two episodes are not very quote heavy.
0: No. There <laughs> it's really true. There's a lot of just um visual storytelling. hmm Yeah. Mine is so. Read any good books lately? From Flannel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, do you want to give me an impression of a character?
0: Okay, I'm gonna try. Romance.
1: Flannel. Yeah. I, love I, it. I don't
0: know. I can't even remember the context. If I, I'm gonna I mean, be like, honest, we watched
1: it two days ago. <sighs> it's like already some things are out the window. Yeah. Uh, mine is gonna be lemon grab. I can't stand it no more. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound that like a New Yorker. Yeah. But <laughs> I just love that line. I can't stand it no more. <laughs> it was. A, so there's an episode of The Simpsons, the, the one where Homer goes to space. Yeah. And um, the ship is lifting off and it like morphs his face into Popeye. For some yeah. reason, he's like,
0: I can't stand it no more.
1: So I think of that every time no, I hear that line.
0: Funny. Hey, we got some triv for this episode. Kick it! It's triv. So this is the first time PB sings a solo. The other time she sang were Very Minor in What Was Missing, a small part at the end of Breezy and a duet with Finn in Food Chain.
1: Oh yes, Food Chain. That's coming up soon. Uh, and so is Breezy. Uh, oh yeah, actually, and I really, really liked her song here.
0: Yeah, it was so good.
1: So in the ending, Lemon Hope passes through a futuristic candy kingdom now ruined and abandoned with Princess Bubblegum's castle in the middle. The tree on its top is now dead. This is confirmed in the storyboard. This is consistent with the statues of Ooh and Come Along With Me with the tree fort being destroyed and replaced by ferns. Wow, spoilers.
0: While, uh, while the destroyed city at the end is run down and damaged, Castle Lemongrab appears to have no damage dealt to its architecture, implied its abandonment at some point uh, in time after the Candy Kingdoms.
1: Yeah. I, I wish some of this trivia stuff would have like a little like maybe like give like a spoiler section like at the bottom for some of the trivia. because yeah. Some of the stuff is like, oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> So when uh, Princess Bubblegum starts her song, Lemon Hope stares at Finn and Jake's tree fort, which has grown very tall over the centuries and now reaches the clouds. Wow.
0: Okay. Although it's never actually revealed, Flannel Boxing Day is almost surely Princess Bubblegum in
1: disguise.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Several details hint this. His initials, PBs. Wow. Yep. Number of... Number of letters in his name, eight. The number of letters in his last name, nine. And the number of syllables in each word, two and three, are identical to Princess Bubblegums. Wait, but... Okay, yeah. He uses similar slang to Princess Bubblegum. He speaks some German phrases. He has an understanding of xanoids, suggesting scientific knowledge. Has pink skin and a humanoid shape, and very similar to PB's. He rubs Lumenhope's Hope's head and calls him dude in the exact same fashion Princess Bubblegum did in the previous episode before going on a field trip. And he talks about pacts and treaties that prevented him from crossing Lemongrab, Lemongrab territory, much like PB, which wow. that's what that last one is exactly what I was like. That's PB.
1: Oh, man. Wow. Wow. And this whole time I was thinking, like, maybe he was just pink to reflect like he's the opposite of Princess I'm Yeah. Like, wow. Ooh. PB. <laughs> so the uh... German phrase that Flannel Boxing, Boxing Day speaks is in dynam comp, which means in your head.
0: Among the treasures spilled from the Greedlard is a crown similar to Ice King's.
1: Ooh, I wonder if it's magical. Yeah. So in the episode storyboard, originally the Chained Up Lemon people crawled up the wall onto the Earl chanting Hope, as they did in Too Old. They also exploded with the Earl and were presumably part of what made up Lemon Grab 3. The storyboard also notes that the Candy Kingdom, seen at the end, is deserted.
0: So Jake has been absence, absent since Lemon Hope Part 1.
1: Yes. I guess And yet again, this story similar to the biblical story of Jonah.
0: Like Jonah and the whale? Yeah. Like, I don't think so.
1: Maybe the whale is the green lard?
0: I guess. I guess. Uh, but it's or, such a small
1: part of the story. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't see it.
0: Yeah, I don't either.
1: So you had a prediction for this episode based on a very old prediction before you even knew Lemon Hope was a character. <laughs> uh, so you guessed based on the name Lemon Hope 2, Lemon Hope Part 2, that... With the OG lemon grabs life at risk, PB rushes to find a solution to the problem. She utilizes uncharacteristic methods to solve the problem. All right, so I have uh, been thinking about this one. Oh yeah. So PB is trying to solve a problem. Yep. Uh, the OG lemon grabs life is at risk. If you see the OG lemon grab is the one inside. Yep. The other lemon grab. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you got to play some gymnastics here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Based on uh, Caroline's handy-dandy rubric, I'm going to give this a... Oh, I shouldn't, but I'm giving it a 28, which Woohoo! is an
0: A. woo Yeah! <laughs>
1: you're due for an A. No, you're so cute. But well, you want to predict what the next episode's about based well, on the name.
0: Before we predict it, do you want to... Any last thoughts about this episode?
1: Um, this is one that while we were watching it, I think it was because this is the second out of like four episodes in a row we were watching. And I, I, don't, I don't know if it really stuck with me at the time, but... Thinking about it again, especially after talking about those last two episodes, this one is really, really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: And it's one that I've watched a few times in the past. I've always enjoyed it. And I think this was my favorite viewing of it.
0: You know what? I think that regardless of Flannel Boxing Day, right, regardless if that's PB in disguise, Mm -hmm. um, which would be really crappy if it was Um, because it does taint (laughs) that image of this like person that really was influential for Lemon Hope. Um, but then it kind of it, it actually hurts the episode, I think, if it is actually PB, because it turns into manipulation.
1: Yeah. You yeah. know,
0: and then that's just ugly.
1: And it also, like, it takes away from the fact that I thought one of the lessons was your way isn't the only way. Yeah. And um, PB was trying to get this done her way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if, if it is her, that sucks. Yeah. Um, So let's
0: just pretend it's not. Yeah. Because otherwise it, like, brings this episode down for for me. (laughs) I know. Uh, Me too. (laughs) Um, what are
1: your final thoughts on this one?
0: I I think it's beautiful. I think it's cool. I I love watching Lemon Hope find himself. Themselves. Me too. Yeah. The song at the end really got me, and I just think that it was... What I thought was beautiful was, like, Lemon Hope was able to live the life that they wanted, even if it was hard, you know? Yeah. But they were able to, quote unquote, be free.
1: I agree. Yeah. Oh, well, that ends the saga of Lemon Hope. Yep. And now... Predict? You got to predict what Billy's bucket list is about based on the name.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) the duo find the bucket list of the infamous Billy. They decide to go through the list in honor of the
1: fallen hero. I'm going to go ahead and say... (laughs) We're pretty close on that one. I
0: know. (laughs) It's kind of hard not to be, though.
1: Based on the name.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Is Jake
1: in this episode? I can't remember. Yes. Okay, okay.
0: Yep, very briefly. Yeah,
1: it it, it is odd how little Jake we've gotten over the whole end of this season.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: Maybe he was busy doing Futurama stuff.
0: Maybe. Joe DiMaggio.
1: Joe DiMaggio. John DiMaggio.
0: John DiMaggio. (laughs)
1: I think Joe DiMaggio is a baseball player. player.
0: (laughs) All right. Should we get to the next episode? Let's do it. All right. the us Billy Bucket List. Billy's Bucket List. I am to be rating 8.7, 156th episode of season five. And number 52 of the season. Yeah. We
1: did it. I can't believe we're finally there. We started the season at the beginning of 2022, I think.
0: I'd like to thank my husband, for this this uh, achievement, I'd like to thank our car for getting us from Washington to Texas. I'd like to thank the fan in this room for being quiet while
1: we record. Yes, we, so record. we have a, a very quiet ceiling fan, and luckily. knock on
0: wood for that shit right there. Mm-mm. I'd like to thank this LSP poster above us that uh, inspires me as I speak about uh, Adventure Time. Yeah,
1: and thank you to everybody who's stuck around with us. Heck <laughs> after yeah. all this time.
0: A hundred percent. Okay. And
1: sorry. to all the new people. Yeah. Don't want you to feel left out.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for joining us in this beautiful journey that is Adventure Time. Absolutely. Uh, okay. It was directed by Nate Cash and Adam Muto. Written and storyboarded did by Ako Kastira and Yesi, Jesse Mohanahan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Original air date, March 17th, 2014.
1: 2.34 million US views. Oh, wow. That's the highest number we've seen in a while. Yeah. And the title card is an, uh, a bird's eye view of Billy walking through some. I think he's sitting. Like a, oh, sitting on a cliff. Oh, yeah, desert. that is a cliff. Yeah.
0: I was like, is that an ocean?
1: With his sword next to him and something tailing behind him. Oh, no, no, no. He's sitting. Okay, that's his leg outstretched <laughs> and his shadow falling behind him.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's
1: I thought great. he was sitting the opposite direction and there was like, I don't know, like a big old poop log coming out of the. Back, you know? <laughs>
0: Ah! <laughs> that is so funny. It's so interesting how we see things so differently. I know. That's great. I love it. My
1: mind immediately goes to something that doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> it's like, it's like when my
1: dad. You're talking to my dad. He can't hear something you said. So then he says it back and it's like complete nonsense. Yeah. It's like, what? No. What makes you think I said that? That doesn't make any sense, Dad.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I
1: could say, like, Dad, I'm going to the store. He's like, you killed a wild boar? <laughs> Like what? No, like, are you even saying that sarcastically?
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: His voice is so deep. Yeah, it is.
0: Sometimes I'm like, I can't hear you.
1: Yeah, I guess his voice is so bassy. It's in
0: like a register that I, like my ears don't catch. So, it
1: like, shakes the room because he talks quietly, but it's so low that it's like yes, yeah. Oh, Doreen. sound like that, he's <laughs> <selling> a didgeridoo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so this episode begins with Finn and Rat Bear having a rap battle in Candy Kingdom. After defeating Rat Bear, Finn tells Rat Bear that he's like his hero. Party Pat, who's also there, tells Finn that he thought Billy was his hero, but Finn tells Pat that, well, Billy's dead. Finn yep. then leaves the rap battle. While walking away towards the Candy Streets, he runs into Canyon, Billy's ex-girlfriend.
1: Yeah. So Rap Bear is Andy Sandberg yeah. from uh, you know, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And my my personal favorite comedy movie, Hot Rod, which we own three copies of. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the dumbest movie to be somebody's favorite comedy, but I, I can't help it. It's great. I adore that movie. Uh, and he's hilarious here. And by the way, their rap battle is like the worst rap ever. Like it Both is. of them. They're both terrible rappers. It's yo, really funny. Yep.
0: Candy Kingdom, yeah.
1: Candy Kingdom, yeah. And like Finn's last rhyme is like a word that doesn't exist. Right. And people are like,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious. Like I think I wrote it down. Maybe one no, bear that know. walk
1: up afterwards. That's like, I love rap, but only when it's good rap. <laughs> I love the peanut gallery comments. <laughs> so Finn and Canyon went to Billy's crack, where they came across some fairies and what appears to be their king, a large fairy named Jordan. <laughs> so, I love that. Jordan told Finn to go away as Billy's crack was his home, so Finn chopped off the gnome king's head with his grass sword, and the gnomes carried his head and flew away. So Finn and Canyon then found Billy's bucket list and tried to complete it. This list can, consists of three items not finished by Billy before his untimely death caused by the Lich, including take Canyon on one last ride, Aww. Tell Finn that thing and lie on my back in the ocean, just float. Oh, by the way, I, I wanted to mention real quick because we mentioned gnomes here for a second. Yeah, Grandmaster of the Gnomes um, yes. from a few seasons ago. Uh, the voice actor Paul Rubens just recently passed away.
0: Aw, that's sad. Yeah,
1: um, Pee Wee Herman. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I thought I always thought his voice performance as the Grandmaster of the Gnomes was like one of the standout, like great comedy performances in the series. So yeah. that really bummed me out.
0: Yeah, I yep. can imagine. A couple things that weren't mentioned in this canyon gives Finn billy's loincloth yeah and he wears it oh <laughs> and like something candy came he's like oh that stench
1: he's like wearing
0: it like a shawl it's like crazy yeah billy
1: um, we'll get some great flashbacks sorry go ahead you great flashbacks to billy and canyon's adventures during all yeah. this too it's really cool yeah this is a very very visual episode
0: it is it is for sure i i would recommend watching it for sure definitely uh, after Finn completes the first task, he goes out to the ocean where the fear fester manifests. If you don't remember the fear fester, this is from Ocean Faces- of Fear. Oh, Ocean of Fear, because like Finn hates the ocean. He's really scared. He's like, when he saw this, he's like, oh man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: like, and yeah, he, that's right. He like folds down the uh, bottom of the map and sees like uh, lying in the ocean one more time, and it just cuts to Finn's face just frowning. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny.
0: So the Fear Fester manifests from Finn's belly button and voiced by Mark
1: Hamill. The great Mark Hamill. He's
0: such a great voice actor. He
1: is. It's wonderful. He really is.
0: Because he's like, like can't figure, like he just is really struggling to it. He's like, I'm going to do this for Billy. And he ends up knocking himself unconscious so he could fall into the ocean and float. And while he does that, he has this strange dream. And like we talked about this last episode where it was just like, it was just a wild dream, mm-hmm, you know. It's like
1: he's what is he bottom of the ocean, his hat comes to life, yeah, tries to swallow him. Yeah, that's more like the Jonah story.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, when he wakes up, he's floating on the surface of the ocean. The fear fester reappears as Finn realized that he's in the ocean, but grass sword manifests and ends up killing the fear fester of its own accord, despite him having said, No mortal blade can harm the fear feaster.
1: It's about because that's it. That's the end of the Fear Feaster. I, yeah. I always hope that he comes back, too, because I love Mark Hamill's voice before he yeah. says him. And he has some really funny lines in this one, like insulting Finn, mm-hmm. which I think mm-hmm. I'm going to get to in favorite lines cool. or uh, impressions. So with the Fear Feaster gone, Finn no longer fears the ocean. He's just kind of like calmly like laying in the ocean. Yeah. Really gorgeous coloring in the sky. Here. It's all like orange and everything.
0: He's like, I'm doing it, Billy. I'm, I'm laying in the ocean. Yeah. I was so proud of him.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a really, really nice moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So then um the stars in the sky like turn to a constellation of Billy that talks to Finn. Yeah. Talking about like uh his ex-girlfriend Cosmo and he's Yeah, like, yeah but I w- he's I'll watch-, watch her when she's sleeping.
0: Canyon. He's like, like, yeah, yeah tell right, her I watch Canyon. her when I'm when I'm sleeping. And like, yes it's creepy, but it's also not creepy at the same time.
1: Yeah. I, I think he means it in, in a sweet in a way. Kind way. And then uh Finn's like, Oh, um, what is it? Billy says, like, love is weird. And Finn's like, yeah, I know. He's like, oh, OK, goodbye. Yeah, and Finn's he, like, wait, he's like, is, is that the thing you were going to tell me? He's like, nope. And then leaves.
0: Yeah. So he he's, goes like, back wait, and he's like, wait, Billy. He's like,
1: what were you going to tell me? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, your father's alive and he's in the Citadel. And you have to go there to find him. Yep. And peace out. And then Finn's just laying there like, what? Yeah. <laughs>
0: You can see it like, like zooming into his face, yeah. like his brain's thinking, and like <laughs> it's like Billy
1: just so passively says something that just changes Finn's life forever.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the,
1: the episode and season five and on Matt's favorite thing, a cliffhanger with a view of the Citadel and a shadow of Finn's dad with this one little curly hair poking out of the top of his head, <laughs> and that's the that's the end of season five.
0: Oh my so goodness! What
1: would you think of this very short synopsis of <sighs> Billy's bucket list?
0: So good, so packed full of just great stuff. Yep. Um, I love the rap bear situation. That was hilarious. He's like, if I'm the, if I'm not the champion of rap rapping. I don't know what I am. And Finn's like, dude, you're fine. You're good. You're my hero. But mm-hmm. like, thank you, Finn. Um, <laughs> the whole like loincloth thing cracked me up. Th- like Finn is so sentimental. Did you notice that?
1: Yes, he is a sentimental dude. He's like you. Hmm. Ugh.
0: And Jordan, the Lord of the the Noah fairies, was wh- like like there's a mini like battle with him and just like mm-hmm. his sarcasm and weirdness. I love the callback about the ocean, and it was really funny because when he's he first trying to run into the ocean, he's like, "Okay, I knew that He's like pumping himself up and he runs and he runs into a circle on the edge of the ocean and it comes back out. He's yeah, which like,
1: seems like a real kid thing to do.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: Yep, yep, yeah. Go ahead. So the fairies I, I thought this was funny. The fairies are like a pestilence. Yeah. And it's the same in that movie Labyrinth with David Bowie or it's uh-huh. like uh fairies are like the mosquitoes of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Or like in Harry Potter remember uh the second one where Oh, that's right. They they have them the what's that guy's name?
1: Oh, uh Kenneth Branagh's yeah. character. I yeah, can't remember yeah. his name in Harry Potter. Where he's Potter. a
0: defensive art darks, and he just lets them loose on like on the in the classroom, anyway. Yeah. The blade thing, where he says, like, no mortal blade can harm the fear fester, right?
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: reminded me of Lord of the Rings, where it's like, no man can defeat me. And she, like, skewers him. She's like, I am no man. Yeah.
1: And, <laughs> and also in Lord of the Rings, when Aragorn's getting the ghost army.
0: Yeah. And
1: he's like, oh, he's like, only the ki- king of Gondor get. It. And then he chokes him. And he's like, oh. He's um, like,
0: yeah, he's the blade, and it's... <laughs>
1: yeah. So there's a lot of... Uh, specifically, Lord of the Rings yeah. <laughs> <in> 3 <that> moment.
0: <laughs> I really, really, really loved having Billy show up at the end in yeah. the constellations, talking to Finn.
1: It was great. Yeah. Because uh, you would think, like, Billy's just gone for good up to this point in the show, and so it was really nice to get to see him again.
0: Yeah. he He's such a... um, Just this really gem of a character kind of an enigma billy is the big brother that we all want to have that we like look up to you know yeah. that we don't really know really closely but we know enough to know that they're pretty darn cool but they yep. all have their own stuff you know
1: yeah definitely um, the cool motorcycle brother
0: <laughs> the cool motorcycle brother the nates if you will yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah billy does remind me of my buddy Nate who believes he's seeing flying saucers over his home lately
0: (laughs) he's getting too high (laughs) yeah um (laughs) i like the man love is weird finn like i i was like love is weird it is weird that's for sure yeah and then the whole foreshadowing of finn's dad like you could just see it glubbing him up
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. it was what it's like you, you know i hate cliffhangers but that is a really great note to end on like yeah it's like, okay, we're opening up this world even more now. Yep, I'm like, um,
0: <laughs> more season six. Can't wait, can't wait. Yep,
1: yep. <laughs> no, if I'm not mistaken, this either leads, so this is either the beginning, the first part of a one, uh, of a two-parter or a three-parter, but I can't remember exactly.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm really interested. because yeah,
1: this goes right to the Citadel next.
0: Is there anything you didn't like? Anything you liked? What are your thoughts?
1: I love this episode from beginning to end. Yeah. And I remember a few, ago, a few episodes ago where I was like, oh, my favorite of these last four is the tree shrugs one, I mean, the uh, LSP one. Now I'm like, it's Billy's bucket list. Of like course. easily. I, I love this saying. episode. This episode's yeah. great. It's fun. You get a lot of great character stuff with Finn and even uh, this Canyon character that we're meeting for the first time. She's cute. It was a good bookends for the story of Billy. Yeah. Uh, I love the rat bear stuff. I yeah. love getting to see like the big old monster that the the bears live in again. Yeah. Like, oh, look at this little callback. Didn't expect to see him back. And yeah, I just really enjoyed this one. I love seeing, seeing the fear feaster again. It was cool. It was just a lot of callbacks to early stuff without the callbacks drawing too much attention to themselves. I agree. Yep.
0: I agree. It definitely, they don't take away, but they enhance.
1: Yeah, definitely. Learn from that in movies that are nothing but Easter eggs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where was the snail?
1: The snail is in the sink in Billy's Crack.
0: It's so funny they call it Billy's Crack, Yeah, the way. It's a cave. <laughs> it's a crack in a cave.
1: Yep. Cave and there's crack. a lot of booty in there. A lot of, a lot of gold.
0: <laughs> a lot of booty in the crack.
1: booty in the crack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: the oh. Parents listening to this with their kids are like plugging their kids' ears. And they're like,
0: like ah, ah, heavy breathing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, do you have a yeah. favorite line in this? Oh, the S- no fill face, by the way. Snow watch? 2023 i'm kind of scattered
0: <laughs> he, a little bit it's cool uh favorite line the breeze feels great doofus is that uh it's when the okay so when he's fighting jordan he mm-hmm. like he like swipes his like something off or his the bottom off and he's like got this like breeze on his loins uh-huh. he's like the, the breeze feels great doofus i love and it they, i don't even remember and they that he chops his head off it's awesome yeah and what's your favorite line
1: I love rap, but only when it's good rap. (laughs) Some random bear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's an impression, Maddie?
1: I'm going to nosh on your insecurities. That is so good. (laughs) Thank you. Love it. And then he had a whole bunch of other funny stuff after that, but I couldn't write it fast enough. (laughs) What's your impression?
0: says quip uh,
1: that's a made-up word from that's finn that's a made-up words <laughs> from
0: finn at the end yep
1: and that's what wins him the rat battle that's right everyone's like
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah <Finn>. <laughs> <laughs> all right we got some triv kick it it's trivia time all right so this episode confirms that billy was killed by the lich's possession in the lich yes wah, wah.
1: finn conquers his fear of the ocean
0: It's confirmed that Finn's real father is alive.
1: It is revealed that Billy has an ex-girlfriend named Canyon, who's just as big as Billy.
0: I'm curious if there's other people.
1: Yeah, these giants. I I wonder what their species is called within the show.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. The title cards, background music is the same as it was in the episode His Hero. Hey,
1: that's great. Nice little connection there. Again, another callback. Yep. Billy was able to communicate with Finn by appearing as a constellation. This was... Introduced in the Adventure Time series presentation where it says, the great heroes of the past are immortalized as constellations. Oh, kind of like in Lion King.
0: (laughs) Simba. Simba. (laughs) When Canyon left, she exited through the river, meaning it's uh, most likely a water elemental. Oh, cool. So they're elementals.
1: She's blue. Hmm. So it is revealed that Finn and Jake buried Joshua's dead body.
0: Oh, that's right. He's like, no, my father, meaning Joshua, he's like, Josh was dead. We buried his body. He's
1: yeah. Like, yeah. No,
0: not, not him. Jake returned again since bad timing. And it's really interesting because he's like, Jake's in denial that Billy's dead. You know, like, so they kind of excuse his absence in that way.
1: Yeah. Uh, the snail appears in the long preview of this episode.
0: Um, Finn loses his hat, clothes, except underwear, and backpack in the ocean.
1: Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a small Morse code message on Billy's motorcycle right by where his bucket list is stashed. It says dog, the, dog, a Morse dash. code, which means it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the first
0: appearance of Finn's human father, Merton.
1: Martin Mertens. Yep. Uh, also, we got some episode connections here. The cliffhanger at the end of the episode to continue the next part.
0: It's a two-part series. Oh, okay. There
1: you go. So, So it is followed by two parts. Um, wake up and escape from the Citadel. Making this the first part of a three-episode arc.
0: Oh, okay. That's yep. interesting.
1: A similar thing happened in, at the beginning of this season and the end of last season with uh, the Lich being followed by Finn the Human and Jake the Dog.
0: Hmm. Yep. That's kind of cool. Multiple items on Billy's list are similar to things Finn has done in past episodes. One of the things... Is fix an old car. Finn did this and we fixed a truck. Another item is learn to play the flute. Finn was first shown to play the flute in Prisoners of Love.
1: Prisoners of Love.
0: The list also says learn to draw on a computer. Finn does this in the beginning of A Glitch is a Glitch. Defeat the Lich was something that did in Mortal Recoil. And find a new spirit animal is similar to something Finn did in Still when summoning his astral beast.
1: Which was butterflies. You
0: know what's really interesting though? It mm. Is like. Did Billy want to be Finn?
1: Yeah, it's like it's like Finn wanted to be more like Billy, and all the while, F- Billy wanted to be somebody more like Finn. That's
0: fabulous! Yeah. I love it! I did
1: too. That's a really great detail. I never oh, would have noticed. Oh my
0: goodness.
1: That's really cool. Yeah. So Finn's fear of the ocean and the fear feaster from the episode Ocean of Fear, return of this episode. Also, Finn knocks himself unconscious to get to the ocean floor without feeling it, the same way he did in Ocean of Fear. <laughs>
0: It's revealed that Jake has been denying Billy's death even after confirmation from Prismo and Finn, Finn the Human.
1: Yarp. So Finn's eyes crossing after falling in the ocean is a reference to death in bloom.
0: The way Finn removes Jordan's pants and Billy's crack is the same method he used on the dummy at the Ooh junkyard in Rada
1: Canyon will make a reappearance in Mama Said.
0: Ooh, I'm excited for that.
1: Yeah, I don't even remember.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff.
1: Yeah, and there's more. <laughs>
0: But wait, there's more.
1: Hey, wait, wait, that's fitting. The finale of the season has all of the trivia.
0: After the rap battle, Finn walks into Canyon and exclaims, Who dat? Uh, This may be a reference to rapper Iggy Azalea's hit single, Fancy, um, which is released in the same year.
1: Oh. On Billy's list, it says, Make some kombucha. Uh, not to be confused with kombucha. Okay. Is a lightly <laughs> effervescent fermented drink of sweetened black tea. That is used as a functional food, which originated in in Northeast China and later spread to Russia and the rest of the world. Which huh. I used to drink a lot of kombucha, yeah, and then I didn't.
0: The list we we brought a, like a what do they call them a scooby? yeah, a scooby, which is like the the starter. A kombucha oh, scooby. Yeah. We, we tr- I had a friend who gave me one. And we like when we left New Hampshire to drive to Washington and it didn't make the whole trip. And I oh, sad.
1: I, I tried bottling my own kombucha once. Yeah. Back in my early 20s. And it's because I, I worked with somebody who was like, yeah, you can just make. She's like, just buy a bottle of kombucha. Take the floaty mushroom chunk in there. Yeah. The scooby. Yeah. Oh, so that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, just re-bottle it yourself. Put it in a closet, blah, blah, blah. And then like I took it out of the closet like a month later. The mushroom was like black. And I was like. Hey, Alex, you want to try this kombucha? He's like, I'm not drinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I survived. <laughs> no, I probably and shouldn't that's have.
0: how Matt made kombucha. Yep. <laughs> that's funny. The list also notes, Punch That Jerky Camel, a reference to Conan the Barbarian and Conan the Destroyer. Both of these movies feature a scene where the muscular hero Conan knocks out a camel. Well, yes,
1: yes, he does. That's hilarious. I love Conan the Barbarian. So it is possible that Finn's uh, vision of Billy towards the end is a reference to a scene in The Lion King. During the scene, Simba is standing by a lake when the clouds open and he sees a vision of his deceased father. He converses with him before he fades away while Simba pleads with him to come back. His father's final words, remember who you are, echo in his head. Hey, by the way, that same voice actor is the villain in Conan the Barbarian, James Earl Jones. Uh, Much like Billy's words, he's alive. (laughs) (laughs) The main difference is that... Uh, after Billy fades away for the first time, Finn says, "Wait, Billy!" and Billy instantly returns to hear Finn's message.
0: Unlike the dramatic part of Lion King, where it's like, "Father, wait!" and he's like running, and he's like,
1: "No, I'm I'm dead now."
0: Yeah, and like, what? Who does his voice again?
1: Uh, oh, uh, Simba. Yeah, Matthew Broderick. Matthew
0: Broderick's, "Hi, bitch. Father,
1: wait. Father, <laughs> wait."
0: um okay so the last one the episode shows many similarities or references to gene wolf's book series the book of the new sun Canyon, oh of course who is a giant humanoid <laughs> lives underwater like the giants of earth's oceans and uh the citadel could be a reference to the citadel of out arch which is mentioned throughout the four books
1: yes well if any listeners are familiar with those books let them know about that i am completely unfamiliar
0: i am as well
1: so, uh, you had a prediction for this episode. Oh. oh. Oh, by the way, should we do final thoughts before? Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. So, what are your final thoughts on Billy's Bucket List?
0: Okay. So, I love this episode. Yes. It is, it is, for me, classic adventure time. Oh, yeah. And what I think is interesting about this is, like, here we come from the Lemon Hope Saga, which is, like, PB Central and lemon hope central and kind of like tying up that situation it's really emotional very flip-floppy it's just crazy yeah and then we kind of are like it just very classic adventure time we're like okay we had some heavy stuff now let's have some less heavy stuff and it kind of is like a mix between a filler episode and a plot progression episode yeah and it just is has it's infused with feel goods, it's infused with throwbacks, it's infused with growth and reminding you why you love adventure time. It has just this really beautiful blend of all this stuff, which I, I think is really rad.
1: Yeah, it's like a perfect fusion of the old and the later adventure time. Yeah. With like you have like the goofy adventure stuff, but then you also have things, say like the fear feaster part where in Ocean of Fear, like that was all comedy. And here it's like you see him dealing with the fear and doing away with it by the end. Yeah. So you're seeing, like, all the ways that Finn's grown since... 100%. These episodes that you're getting callbacks to. Yeah. And it's like, you're getting, like, the goofy adventure stuff, but then you're also getting the introspective stuff yeah. towards the end. Yeah. So it, it is really cool. It is, like, the perfect blend. We're just finishing season five, and we've got five seasons to go. Uh, and- <laughs>
0: You said it, not me. (laughs) Hey, everyone, we are in it to win it. We're doing doing this. We have invested. We've gotten through season five. We're going to do
1: it. But what a perfect way to end the first half of the series. Right? Seeing where Finn has come from the point of all these references. Yeah. It's like, okay, wow. It has been a while since we last saw the Fear Feaster. And like. The Grandmaster of the Gnomes, and even though this wasn't the Grandmaster of the Gnomes, it still reminded me of it. Yeah. But yeah, all these little callbacks, and it's like, okay, this is all, like a love letter to the first half of the series, oh but then gosh. also the show saying, like, okay, well, this is where we're going to be going from here on out.
0: Yes! I love that. I love that, Matt. Thank
1: you. The coffee finally kicked in, and I can think clearly.
0: <laughs> mm. I love it. That is such a great way to say it. Thank Beautiful. You. Thank Mwah. you so much.
1: Bellissimo. Bellissimo. Also, I liked hearing Billy's crack so many times. <laughs> 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 farts <laughs> <laughs> so you had a prediction for this episode yeah based on the name Billy's Bucket List so you guessed the duo find the bucket list of the infamous Billy they decide to go through this list in honor of the fallen hero yeah um so that's gonna be a 33 oh no uh, a 30 yeah yep yeah! Um, so yeah you're pretty much spot on you know obviously Jake was not a big part of the episode but everything else there happened in the episode so, yeah, perfect. Woohoo! Great job, honey. He Thank ended you. on an A. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank Woo! you.
1: And do you want to predict what the next episode's about based on the name? Yes. Which is Wake Up.
0: All right. So, Finn is, can you type this as I say it? Because <laughs> totally I'm making do that. it up on the fly. <laughs>
1: Finn is
0: laying in the ocean. Laying in the ocean. And he falls asleep. That's and he's it the end I'm <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> And then because he falls asleep and then he's in a dream about uh his father who's never seen before and Jake finds him and slaps him and says wake up and he wakes up he's like Jake we got to go find my dad he's in the citadel and so then they go to the citadel and they find his father and it's an adventure
1: Absolutely everyone <laughs> And
0: and they do. They and gather they do. a team together and they do to find his father.
1: I might have to reword nope, how I, love I type it. this. I it's... love it.
0: Nope. Nope. Keep it. Just like that. <laughs> this is the
1: first time anyone is ever hearing me type a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Uh, all right, Matt. Guess what? What? We have some listener feedback. Listener feedback.
1: Oh, yeah. And since we recorded these last two episodes so close together, we only have a little bit of listener feedback tonight. Yeah. But well, it's a doozy.
0: Oh, my gosh. What is it, Matt?
1: Well. Usually you give me the quizzes on the show, but we're halfway through Adventure Time. You, I think, I think that, that makes you kind of an expert at this point. So <laughs> you're getting the quiz tonight. Oh. So this is from James P., who says, I have made an Adventure Time quiz for you. Save it for the show. The way it works is I will write all the questions, then I will leave a few lines, and then all the answers will follow. Okay. So question number one out of 7. What are Jake's children's names?
0: Okay, I know there's Jake Jr. Uh-huh. TV. Uh-huh. XI, Zai. Young.
1: Pretty close, pretty close.
0: Rainbow Princess. Incorrect. <coughs> um Finn Jr.
1: Scale of 1 to 100.
0: Wait, what? Harry and Leonard. Pretty close. <laughs> I think I only
1: got two of those, right? Uh, yes. Yeah.
0: Jake Jr. Is there a Charles?
1: No. Oh wait, yes, yes there is. <laughs> yes, there, there's a Charlie.
0: A Charlie. Okay, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> I so assuredly said no. All okay, right, so
0: like two and a half. Charles two and a half. Is two and a half. Okay, two and a half. Okay, okay. I feel good about that. There's a lot of children he has. So
1: we're gonna give that like a half.
0: What's, yes. what's the What's the names of? Tell me their names.
1: Okay, so you got Charlie. Okay. okay, Charles. Jake Jr., uh-huh. Kim Kilwan, oh. TV, yeah, and Viola.
0: Viola. Oh, I always forget I about have, Viola. I should have known Viola because Jake plays the Viola. Okay, I,
1: I would not have gotten this answer completely right myself. I, I could never remember That's all That's a hard
0: one, yeah.
1: Uh, what is Lemongrab's first episode?
0: Okay, definitely knew this one too young.
1: Boom. What is the longest season of Adventure Time? Season
0: five.
1: Yep. What is the we name? Have lo-
0: I have looked at that. So many times, I'm like, is this the longest season?
1: It is. We have just finished the longest season. I know. What is the name of Gender Swap Marceline?
0: Uh, I knew that. It was Marshall Lee.
1: Boom. Honey.
0: Yeah, I'm doing really good, huh?
1: Who plays LSP? Pelton Ward. Boom. Colton. Oh, yeah. What is the longest episode of Adventure Time, not including Distant Lands?
0: I think Come Along With Me is the longest one, because isn't it that one longer
1: well, yes, it is. Uh, I guess we're gonna. I don't know for sure if it's. Uh, I. I assume it's the longest episode. Okay. We're gonna find out. Uh, we all know. Come along with me is the highest rated on IMDb. What is the second?
0: Okay, so it has to be a Marceline episode because all the Marceline episodes get really high ratings. Ain't that the truth? Oh, let me think. All the ones that we've done so far. mm. Well, a lot of the Simon and Marcy ones get really higher episodes.
1: I am going to give you a hint. It's an episode you loved.
0: Simon and Marcy?
1: Simon and Marcy? Well, maybe. Maybe it's uh, it's the House Hunting one. Who knows? (laughs) Okay. So we've got number one. We're going to give that half of a yes.
0: Half of a yes? (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. That's Uh, fair.
1: Number two. You're correct. It's Too Young. Woo-hoo! Number three. Season five. <laughs> There's a reason why it feels like it's taking a while. Uh, James says, <laughs> and it's season five, followed by season six. Know, uh, Marshall man. Lee is number four. Woo Pendleton Ward plays LSP.
0: Yep, I knew that.
1: Come along with me is the is the finale.
0: Nice. And, and
1: Simon and Marcy. Woo hoo! Which I did really means good. You've got
0: a six point five. Six
1: point five out of seven. Mm-hmm. So if you got a four to six, you are an ooh expert. If nice. you have seven, you're grandmaster wizard. So you're like right between <laughs> expert and grandmaster wizard. That's I love awesome. It.
0: I love it. That's yeah. awesome.
1: You kicked butt, honey.
0: That was a great uh, great little uh, quiz there. That jaunt. James made me uh, really think about that.
1: Yeah. Thanks for the quiz, James. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Honey, who would have known Adventure <laughs> <coming into, laughs> Time that... You would have all this knowledge. I to get, know, like basically an A on this quiz.
0: Awesome! That's great. That's awesome. Well, Matt. Yes, we made it through season five. We
1: did it. I'm it's so, finally.
0: <laughs> like, I feel so proud of us right I now. I do too. Now like, let's
1: go back and start it over again. I'm
0: like a proud mama.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I can't believe we did it. We, and, and I remember back when we were starting season five, and we're like, "How are we gonna do this?"
0: Yeah, I know, man.
1: We did it, but and
0: I feel like we can do anything now.
1: Yes. And we are we are more than halfway through the series because of how long the season was. Mm-hmm. Sorry, of like at episode 155 out of only like 200 and something.
0: Yeah. It's so. crazy. Mm-hmm. I just want to thank our listeners for sticking it out with us. I know that we're like, we're gonna record more regularly, and then like three months go by and we're like, yeah, we haven't recorded an episode. So yeah. thank you for sticking it out. We we love you guys so so much. We love all the positivity that you bring us Absolutely. and the patience and the kindness. We couldn't be happier and more like fulfilled by all y'all, so thank you so much.
1: Yeah, and it's gonna be a minute before we start season six because we've got Fiona and Cape starting uh, uh next week.
0: Yeah, and we got our rankings episode that we'll do. And then
1: We're gonna do the one where people submitted their cover songs in yeah, Adventure time
0: music episode. Yep,
1: and then uh, I don't I don't know how it's gonna work from there. I don't know if we're gonna be doing this show simultaneously with.
0: Yeah, Fiona and
1: Cake or what? But we'll figure figure that out. Yeah, Yeah. don't worry
0: about it. But Fiona and Cake's going to happen, so we're really excited about that. And it's okay if there's a little bit of spoilers from Distant Lands. We're just going to do it because Fiona and Cake rock.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm finally going to have to watch Distant Lands this week and just binge that in case it connects to Fiona and Cake somehow. And, uh, yeah, I think... um I forgot what I was going to say.
0: Okay. Well, in the meantime, if you want to reach out to us, you can leave us a voicemail at 216-260-GLOB or 216-260-4562. You can leave us a recording on anchor.fm. We'll play it on the air. You can also reach us on the socials. So on Twitter and Facebook, we're at oh Podcasts. On Insta, we're on Oh My Glob Pod. Or you can email us at ohmyglawpodcasts at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. And we'll read them on the air, like I mentioned. So, Matt? Yeah? Any last words?
1: Uh, whammy wham wham (laughs) wuzzle.
0: Thank you, everyone. I'm Amy.
1: I'm Matt. Oh, wait. I had a different final word. Uh, And the final word is sesquipedilians. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure I said it wrong.
0: We'll catch you on the flip side. Catch
1: you on the flip side.
0: Bye. Bye.